Welcome to the Karen Kenny Show. This is the place where we take a no bullshit look at life's little lessons. Here, together, we find the spiritual glory in even the most wicked hard story. This is a journey from fear back to love and how we can find our greatest strength and happiness in some of the most unlikely places. I believe that if you're willing to change your mind, you can totally change your life. So, are you ready to rewrite your story and choose to live free? Let's do this. to episode 87. You guys, we are one show away from like my favorite number. So eight's my favorite number. So next week, 88, I'm going to be wicked excited. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> and we're back, KK. Stay in the present moment. All right, here we are. Episode 87. Here's what I want to talk to you guys about today. I want to talk a little bit about the difference between criticism and feedback. So this is criticism versus feedback. And it's actually really important that we distinguish between the two. Let me tell you why. So here's what's happening. I always like to tell you guys what I'm going to talk about and then give you a little story. So right now I am currently in a writing workshop and um, I'm loving it. It was supposed to originally be in person, but now it's online, which is cool. But like, dude, I spend my life like looking at a fucking Zoom screen. So I've kind of had it. My ass is getting numb. Actually, I got to adjust. <laughs> I've been sitting, I've been sitting all day. I just got out of the, uh, the uh, it's a coaching week. Plus I'm in this writing workshop. So I've been doing a lot of screen time right now. So um, I'm in this writing workshop and I'm also, for those of you who don't know, I am a certified gateless writing instructor and facilitator, um, which is a story for another day. H however, the key piece that you need to know is that as a gateless instructor, as a, as a, uh, instructor of the gateless methodology, um, and also all this, all this stuff that I did, all these teachers that I worked with prior to becoming um, a certified gateless writing instructor or teacher. Um, all the teachers that I had kind of gone to work with, holy Jesus, Toby pajamas. <laughs> all the people I had gone to work with were teachers that were really about allowing you to not get separated from your creativity. Meaning like they gave feedback and stuff like that, that was um, really hot based, love based, talking about, which is also what like the, the hot beat of gateless writing too, is that um, it's all like centered on positive feedback, loving feedback, where we fo focus on what's working, um, where the strength lies, what's really hot, what pulled us in, what we loved, like all this stuff. Um, sorry, I'm trying to get Toby off the desk. Um, so I'm in this writing workshop right now currently, and I hear that we are going to have days where we're going to be critiqued. We're going to workshop some pieces and there's going to be like critiques. As soon as I hear the work is going to be critiqued, right? All the alarm bells start going off in my body. Like, oh my God, because I've been in enough. I've been in enough regular writing workshops, retreats, different things like that. Um, where there's always people, I always say like, oh, and please, please, I hope you guys hear this the way that I mean it, I'm being humorous, but I'm like, 
why do I want to take this thing that is so tender and so precious and in the beginning stages and throw it before a bunch of knuckleheads? Like, why do I want a bunch of people coming in to quote unquote critique? And we're going to dive a little bit deeper into what I mean by this and critique this work that is fresh, fresh from my bones, right? Like it's moved from my head to my heart and now it's coming out through my hands and I'm going to like place my life, especially as a memoirist where we write like nonfiction, we write true stories. I share stories about my life. I'm going to place my life in front of people so that there can be a dick in the room, some douchebag who's going to try to be the smartest one in the room and like critique and tear a piece, my tear apart my piece. So not really soothing. Thank God the workshop that I'm currently in is led by an incredible human being. If you guys uh, listened to my episode with my writing mentor, Andre Debus III, uh, you saw what an amazing human being he is and what an incredible teacher he is. So I'm lucky enough to be in a workshop where the guy at the helm, the guy who is steering the ship is not only wicked smart, he's also compassionate and he knows how to create and hold safe space. So I'm not really afraid of the critiquing, but whenever I hear that word, critique, it makes me think of criticism. And I once heard something that I thought was so fascinating, and I'm actually still working out how I feel about this, um, this statement. Um, but so here's, here's something else to kind of reflect on. They say, this is, I don't know who first said it. I've heard it a bunch of times by different people, but they said, praise in public, critique in private. Praise in public, but critique in private. And I, I, I'm, I have mixed feelings about this for several reasons. Um, number one, I understand why it makes sense to say that. I think this day and age where everybody thinks that they have something to say and everybody's got an opinion and everybody's got a free platform like Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat or TikTok, everybody's got creative license, right? Here in America, we have freedom of speech. So everybody just thinks that they can say whatever they want to say. So, um, you know, there's this old saying that says, your words should pass through three gates before you write them or speak them or share them, right? Your, your, your words should pass through three gates. You should ask yourself, is it true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? I find that a lot of people post and say a bunch of shit that isn't actually necessary. We're also seeing a lot of stuff that may not necessarily be true. And here's the tricky thing about truth. Truth is a little bit different. There's facts and then there's emotional truth. And people, that's why you'll hear people say, I'm just sharing my truth, which is way different than the truth, right? And there's way, somebody saying, well, this is my truth. This is my experience is really different than quote unquote, the truth. Because there's really only one divine thing that understands what the whole truth is. The real deal shebang, right? Like, like this is the truth. <laughs> I think a lot of us just have different perceptions and perspectives and points of view. And that's where we're usually talking about. When people are talking about the truth, right? When they say their truth, a lot of people mistake that for the truth, uh, the gospel truth, right? Which, which isn't necessarily the case. So I definitely believe in praising in public. I am a huge fan of the public shout out. I am a huge fan of building people up, of cheerleading people. I am like a professional cheerleader. I am all for praising and rejoicing and celebrating and shouting out and, and uh, building each other up. Like I said, it's like one of my favorite things to do. 
Um, I do think sometimes critiquing in private is important. So for example, there was a case one time when somebody, like I can give you a thousand examples. Let me just try to pull one from the memory bank. So the, all right, there's a case one time where somebody who is, um, is known as a social media expert or whatever, right? Like that's, that's their business. Um, that's how they help clients and people is with their social media. And they had done a post or a Facebook live. I actually don't remember the details, but I do remember that they kept saying, they kept talking about um, Twitter or something like that and saying, you only have 144 characters. You only have 144 characters you can use. Uh, your post can only be 144 characters. And I was like, actually that changed and it changed a little while ago. And you actually can do like something like 288 characters. Now it would have been a total dick move of me to correct her publicly, like to go on her live or to go on her feed or his feed or whoever it was and to write in the comments, actually, bah, 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 bah. why am I going to try and de like make this person who makes their living as an expert? Now, maybe somebody could make an argument like, well, if they're an expert, they should have been up on it or whatever. Like, I I'm not even getting into that. I'm just saying, I did not feel like the loving thing to do in this case was to call them out or to make the correction. So I sent them a private message and I said, hey, just a heads up, in case you didn't know, Twitter has changed it and now it's this. And they wrote back and they were so appreciative. This isn't about, okay, Kay, you're so great. Let me be clear. I'm just trying to show you that there's another way. There's another way that we can do things. And they were just like, thank you so much for letting me know and for not doing it publicly. And so there are certain times when I think that, and it wasn't even a critique, it was like a helpful hint. It was like a, hey, by the way, right? Little, in case you didn't know. But I do think that if we are to adopt the whole um, critique in private, I think in personal relationships, maybe of course, but when I'm talking about things on a larger scale, like when we're seeing shit in the world that is not cool, if we only like secretly write letters you know, behind the scenes, we, we do sometimes have to voice our disagreement. Let's call it that. We do have to voice our maybe criticism of the government or a particular um, organization or an old system or whatever. So I don't a hundred percent agree. I think when we're dealing one-to-one -one with human beings, What's the kindest thing that I can do here? What's the most loving thing that I can do? And let me say sometimes that the most loving thing to do or the right thing to do is not always the easiest thing to do because we know sometimes that having to say something um, is gonna be a little uncomfy and maybe get awkward and somebody's feelings might get hurt. So let me circle back though to the heartbeat of what I'm talking about tonight, which is criticism versus feedback. Here's what I see is different. Um, I am always open, right? So I'm not talking about like people coming in and trying to critique and trying to be smart and trying to make you look stupid and all that stuff. I'm not, I'm not into that at all. Here's the difference. Here's why I do actually love feedback though. To me, when somebody wants to give feedback and, and here's the caveat, I know sometimes people love to give feedback in a, I would say that's suspicious. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, that was actually criticism disguised as quote unquote feedback. So whenever people are like, because um, it became very popular. I don't know if you guys remember this. It's a little bit of a trend where it's like, are you open to some feedback? Which basically means they're about to fucking like, like they're about to be really passive aggressive right now. So if I sniff, if I sniff a whiff, 
of somebody is trying to come for me, but they're masking it as feedback, like as finally an open door to dump all their shit on me of why they don't like me or why they think I'm this and this and this. Like, I won't play that game, but I am open to feedback from people who, and this is the other thing, you've got to be wicked picky about who you swing open the door of feedback to. I am definitely interested in hearing feedback from people who love me, who respect me, who will talk to me, who aren't afraid to say hard or difficult things to me, um, but they will say it there. I know, let me say it like this. I know their intention is to love me, to help me, to make me better, to help me to grow. That's if I'm receiving feedback. When I give feedback, I'm doing it uh, when, when I am giving feedback, I try not to give feedback unless somebody asks me. That was a really big growing curve, a learning curve, right? To not just, just because I have an opinion doesn't mean I have to fucking share it, right? Just because I have a thought about something doesn't mean the whole world needs to know, right? I have a thousand useless thoughts a day. I have a thousand, I, I have a thousand thoughts that go through my mind that I'm like, that's a crazy thought. Don't say that one out loud, KK, right? So I've learned to, to now say things like, um, my, and my friend Scott Reinhardt and I were talking about this. Um, if somebody is talking to me and going on about a problem or a situation, I now have learned to say, do you want me to just listen or did you want my feedback? Did you want um, any you know, advice or my thoughts? I don't now, I try not to. I am not always successful. Lord have mercy. Uh, amen. Hallelujah. I try. <laughs> I try not to just like, bleh, like verbally like assault people. But um, I do try to pause now and ask, like, would you like some feedback around that? Or, or you just want me to listen? Because I can listen. Um, I, I'm actually a wicked good listener. And um, I try, I'm, I'm always trying to build the muscle of not interrupting. Because sometimes I get really excited when I'm talking to people. Uh, and I'm a very enthusiastic listener. So um, that's a muscle I'm always growing to as well about becoming a better listener. But here's a difference. I love getting feedback from people who I know have my best interests at heart. I'm not interested in hearing your opinion if I know you're coming for me, if, if you just want to use me as a punching bag, if you just want to be like mean about it. And I've often said to people, I can hear almost anything. I can hear almost anything. But a lot of it has to do with the way that you say it to me. Because um, I can feel usually, I can feel the difference when, be, between when somebody um, wants to help me grow versus they want to they wanna like punch me in the mouth with, with their words, right? So here's how I always say, I think of it like this. I think of feedback is ideas and suggestions to build you up. Ideas and suggestions that aid in your growth that help to build you up. And so here's what I would, uh, I'm going to encourage people before you offer your feedback, these are the kinds of questions you should ask yourself about your feedback, right? Um, is this going to be helpful to them? And is it love-based? Is it someplace where I'm like, oh, they're about to have a breakthrough. And if they just tweak this, or if they just did this, this might be really helpful to them, whatever. So is, is whatever you're about to say or do, the feedback you're about to give, is it going to be helpful for them? And is it going to be love-based? Another thing you want to ask yourself is, what can they actually do with this? This thing I'm about to say to them, like, what can they actually do with this thing? Are they going to be able to take it 
to make something or themselves better? Are they going to be able to take action in some way? Is this feedback thing I'm about to say to them going to be something that's going to make them more curious or help them to dive more deeper into the mystery of the thing? Is it going to help them to foster growth or take action? Like, can they implement what I'm about to say to them? Remember, is it helpful? Is it love-based? What's the point of it? Will they be able to actually do something about what I'm sharing with them? Okay, that to me is like good feedback. Here's the difference with like a critique, which is AKA like the cousin of criticism, right? The same thing. So the difference between criticism versus feedback, which I just shared, is a critique or criticism is more kind of like, yeah, this sucks. Not only does this suck, you suck, right? This sucks, you suck, this blows, you blow. Um, if I'm somebody on the receiving end of that, I'm just kind of like, ouchie, like, ow, like, oh, I don't know if I like that, right? Like that just feels really fucking personal, like you're attacking me, you know what I mean? So that's not really that soothing. Um, so, but people will come at you with your, their opinions, their preferences, their point of view. They're coming at you, coming at you, coming at you. But I understand that they I'm like, they're, oh, they're not actually trying to help me. These aren't actual like suggestions or like next steps. These, there's no compassion here. <laughs> there's an ulterior motive perhaps, right? So it's kind of like, it's more like an attack. It's like a disguised attack. And it's an attack that is kind of designed to tear you down. And it's sometimes done out of like ego, competition, envy, jealousy, fear, um, anger, like what some unresolved issue, like whatever the thing is. And I think we can definitely feel the difference between when somebody is giving us feedback, whether it's on a product, a project. Um, a promotion, you know, like when, before you get a promotion, you have your employee review, right? Really skilled, like feedback is they know how to like lead with, this is what we're loving from you. This is what we're seeing. This is what lights us up about your work. We think that you handled this amazingly. Da, 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 da. There's also a few areas where we think maybe there can be some growth or, um, you know, and, and, and like before, like I remember, like, I, thank God, Jesus, thank God I have not had to fill out a uh, like resume in like a gazillion years. Like I've worked for myself for so long, thank God, because I remember when they used to like try and teach you way back in the day. Uh, for, when you, for like job interviewing and they'd say, they're probably going to ask you what your greatest strengths are and what your weaknesses are. And I'm like, oh God, now I got to critique myself. So a lot of times when people love to do reviews or critique things, like they'll be like, they'll like hammer your weaknesses. And I believe we can get a lot more done by focusing on what's going well. I feel this the same about dog training. I mean, I grew up in the six, like, the, you know, I was born in 68. So like in the seventies and the eight, like, I used to see a lot of people like you, your dog would like make a mess. They'd poop or pee in the house and people would come home and like shove the dog's nose and it hit him with a paint, like whatever. And I would just be like, dude, that's not helpful to them. They don't even know why you're doing that. And not only that it's animal abuse and it's mean. So fucking knock it off. Right. And I'd be like, um, that, that is not, that is not helpful in any way. I think the way that you train a dog, right. To, to go outside 
is you use positive reinforcement, right? It's really on the person to not be insane and to be a good leader, right? And a good teacher and to guide the little animal into learning how to let you know that they need to go potty, to learn how to do these things, right? And there's always going to be um, extra, like extenuating circumstances when you have like an anxiety dog or a dog that's mocking or there's behavioral issues. You know what? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like the basics. I think we get a lot. What's that old saying? You get, you get a lot further with sugar than you do with sour or something like that, sweet with, than with sour. And I'm not saying that there's not a place in time when sometimes we have to really make a correction. But again, I can always tell when it's coming from a place of love versus a place of fear or attack or ego, right? And so this is really the difference, right? And so I just want to encourage you because I'm not just talking about external external um, voices coming in of criticism versus feedback. It's also the way that we talk to ourselves. Like if I'm, if I'm trying to do something and I'm trying to learn something and I make a mistake, it is not helpful for me to say out loud, you're so stupid. You're so stupid. I can't believe you did that. What's wrong with you, right? Like that internal critic voice. If we can learn how to be a little more compassionate, and be like, oh, you made a mistake because you're human. And sometimes you're clumsy or sometimes we forget or sometimes you're tired or sometimes like whatever, you just misspoke and you didn't really mean it or whatever, right? What if we could just kind of, I always say, approach it with curiosity instead of judgment. And I really feel like that's the difference. Like with feedback, you can say something like, have you thought about versus why didn't you do this? So one's curious, right? One invokes mystery. It invokes um, insight, right? What the old, like to mull, I'm trying to think of who the writer was. It might've been Flannery O'Connor that says, to mull and to muse why man does what they do, <laughs> right? To be able to really look at a thing. And I think it's just like, we don't have enough tenderness and mercy and empathy and compassion happening in the world right now. I don't think we have an overabundance of it. And so those of you who are in any kind of position of power, and you can have power in a lot of different ways. If you're like a parent with a little kid, that's a power dynamic. If you're a teacher with students, that's a power dynamic. If you're a mentor with mentees or coaches with clients or priests with parishioners or the president with the people, right? They're, these are all power dynamics a thousand other ones too, but you guys know what I'm saying. The animals, right? The human to animal relationship, that's a power dynamic. And so the people with the power for all things holy, can we please stop ourselves, ask ourselves. And if you don't like the gates of, is it true? Is it kind? Is it necessary? Come up with something that slows your ass down from just blurting out things that are probably, and, and, and I get it. I get that I can't be responsible for somebody else's reaction to what I'm sharing and feedback, but I can damn well be responsible for what comes out of my mouth and how I say it. I can't help it if I'm even doing my best to be kind, to be insightful, to build them up, like whatever, any kind of feedback I'm giving. If their dukes are up, and if they are in such a fragile state where they're so afraid, like if, they're, if, they're, if they need to be perfect in order for themselves to be loved, like they can't hear it. 
you know, I've had friendships that have not lasted because there, there came an impasse. There came a time when it was like, I knew that it wasn't working for me, but that my feedback would not have been welcome. The, they, they, they couldn't hear it. It wouldn't be welcome. They couldn't hear it. It wouldn't end well. And it would have just like, it was just like, oh God, you know? So there are going to be times like you got to know who your audience is. So when you're on the receptive end of it, we try to show up without our dukes up. We try to really listen deeply and hear what is really being said to us. And if we trust that person, it's way easier to receive it. It's not always comfortable, but it's way easier to re receive feedback that we feel like, again, it's an idea or suggestion to build you up, help you to grow, to help your mind maybe to expand, to bring in new insights, curiosity, wonder, right? And if we're giving, if somebody's giving me feedback and I think, oh yeah, they're right. Like I could implement it like this. What can I do with this thing? Oh, well that just helped me. It just saved me time, saved me money, helped me to, to like be more effective. I'm all for that, right? Do I know that they love me? Like I know are they coming in and it might not be somebody who like, you know, it might be somebody you hired, but they, they care about their level of work and they, they care about your level of work and they, they want it to work right? Can I, can I take what they're saying and do something with it, right? Is it actually helpful to me versus are they just going to come in and tell me I'm a piece of shit or I'm stupid or I shouldn't have done it or they attack me or they yell at me or scream at me? You know, I'm just not open to that kind of feedback anymore. If you come at me swinging, I'm not, I, I, I refuse to be somebody's punching bag. Those days are behind me. I'm not anybody's punching bag anymore. I am always open, to talking with people who have a difference of opinion. I don't need you to agree with me. You might have some insight that might change my mind or enlighten me or make me go, oh my God, I never thought of it that way. You might help me to have more empathy or compassion. I'm always open to hearing different point of views. What I'm not interested in doing is taking feedback, quote unquote feedback, feedback disguised as criticism for you to attack me because you, you don't know how to express yourself in a way that's actually helpful. So we got to be really clear on our motives, right? When we're the ones doing it. So we got to know, why am I saying this? Is it going to be helpful? Is it going to focus a light on what they're doing well? Do I know how to build this person up? And do I know actually who I'm talking to? Because sometimes you can say something to somebody and like I said, we can't always be responsible. We're not responsible for how people take what we say. We are responsible for how we deliver it. So the delivery system, you got to own that piece of it. That part of it is like on you. But we, can't, we don't know somebody's whole history. We don't know like trigger words that maybe somebody in their past used to say to them, like whatever. But all we can do, we all have the capacity to be kind. That I know, unless you are a total sociopath who doesn't, your wires are not wired, right? The synapses for, for kindness, compassion, empathy. Um, Toby, you agree with me, right, buddy? Toby. <laughs> Toby pajamas. So I'm just saying, I think right now, because by the time you guys hear this episode, um, we probably have gotten the election results and shit can get really weird. So what I'm hoping for all of us is that we learn to communicate. I might do a whole thing on communicate. In fact, I will. I'm going to do a, maybe I'll do a whole thing on con, like, kind of like, I call it conscious communication. There's a, a thousand different wor words for it. Um, ugh, Toby. 
So I just want to, I just want us to think about this because I think nowadays with social media, uh, with platforms, with all the thousand ways that we can get up in each other's business. I think it's really important that if we're going to be, if we're going to open our mouths, like we got to ask ourselves, okay, what, 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 why, first of all, why am I saying this thing? Um, is it going to be loving towards my brother and sister? Is it designed to, is it designed to build and support and expand? Or is what I'm about to say going to make them contract? And um, we got to own our part of it. And I would really love to see a more kind world, right? A more kind world. And, and I would also love to hear your thoughts, you guys, about that, that saying, uh, praise in public, critique in private. I think there are going to be times when we have to. We have to raise a flag in public and we have to say, this shit isn't right. This isn't working. This is wrong. Uh, I am definitely a person who believes in, in speaking up, but I don't believe in, in speaking up out of, out of meanness and out of revenge and just trying to belittle people or shame people or, you know, um, I think we got we to gotta use our words wisely. Use your words wisely um, and um, try to be on the side of love. Try to be on the side of love. So that's what I got for you guys today. Just This just really popped into my head, especially because I'm fresh out of a class where we just got done workshopping two people's pieces. Um, I said I'm only, uh, and, I, and I said before I even shared what I had to say about the people who were getting... Um, you know, quote unquote critique today or workshop today as they call it. Workshop is another, is another way of saying like about to give some feedback, which can lead to criticism if you don't have a good teacher uh, manning the ship. But like I said, we have an excellent teacher. But I said, I'm really only interested in talking about like what's really working here. <laughs> and I'm willing sometimes to share something like, well, I was, I was curious about this, but like that's about, I'm not interested I'm never interested, especially when somebody is being brave enough and vulnerable enough to share their artistic work with me. Um, that I, I just, I, again, I never want to separate them from their relationship with their, um, their creativity because I have had times when I've been in a workshop and I got feedback and it took me out at the knees. Um, and I didn't realize how tender it was until after everybody's opinions came in. And then I got confused and then I lost sight of my own work and I didn't know how to make my way back to it in a way where I felt confident, like, oh yeah, this is my story to tell and to tell it this way. Um, and I think you always have to consider the source of where it's coming from. And there are certain people in my life, I'm like, yeah, I don't give to like, whatever. Like there are certain people I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever you say, whatever you want. And there's a very small, very small number of people where if they're talking to me and trying to reflect something back to me, I will take it to heart because I trust them and I respect them and I know they have good intentions. Um, and um, yeah, so if, if a lot of people are trying to give you feedback, you got to choose what you're going to let in what you're going to receive. But if somebody loves you, even if they're saying something difficult, I think it's worth listening to because if it's intended to help you to grow and to build you up in the long run. Um, I've had people um, say really harsh things to me, like growing up, a lot of them were mean, but the, 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 the few times that I can remember where somebody who I knew, I knew loved me, had always been kind to me, always had my back. When they said some shop, I'll say that. They, they, and they had to, because it's the only way to cut through the noise, right? The noise of my mind when I was younger. Um, it was sharp and it landed and it stung. Um, and I was embarrassed because they were right. They were right. And those things changed me. They changed me and they changed me for the better. 
Um, but I knew it was feedback that was uh, well-earned, <laughs> well-earned because they had been putting up with my ass. So that's what I got for you guys. I hope this was helpful in some way. You know, I don't always choose what I'm talking about. Sometimes the story or the topic chooses me and I just run with it. So this is my offering from my hat today uh, to yours. And I hope that it, um, it has added, I, I, I get to find, I, I'm so over the marketing. Like, are you adding value? Does it add value? <laughs> All I really care about is, does it land in your heart? Did it touch you in some way? Were you curious about it? Did it, did it elevate you or entertain you or educate you or enlighten you? Like, that's all I really care. And, you know, everything that I'm sharing with you here, it is for my own ears too. It is for me to hear too. Oh God, now the dogs are getting into it. It's, it's for, for my own ears too. We are always learning what we are teaching. Um, so I don't sit up on my throne or some, some mountaintop or like up in some high tower in the castle. Like, let me, let me share all this wisdom with you. These are just my insights and reflections of stuff that comes up for me because I know this being human is difficult. And I know part of relationships is communication and conversations. And sometimes we have to reflect things back to each other. But I think there's a way to do it where it's actually way like wicked, <laughs> wicked helpful versus uh, wicked harmful. And that's what I'm always going for. And I haven't always been successful and I'm always trying to get better. So thank you for giving me an opportunity to, to talk it out loud. In case you haven't realized yet, I am a verbal processor. And we'll talk about that too, because I might have something fun something fun coming you guys' way around that. Just think about like listening and talking in KK somewhere in the mix. That has to do with verbal processing in a way. And uh, that's like a little tease, but that's all I'm going to say about it for now because it's still formulating. Like my spiritual team kind of like dropped it in, like boop, dropped it in, gave me a little peek see at it. And I thought, ooh, I'm curious now. So we'll see what I do with this, with this, um, new development. And speaking of spiritual teams, if you are not, if you are a listener, and you want to um, find out more about your own spiritual team, I have this amazing new little um, PDF downloadable guide. It's a free guide for aligning with the divine and meeting your spiritual team and then how they can help you. And it explains it all in my little sheet. Uh, and spiritual team is a phrase I came up with to describe your inner teacher, all your help is, your angels, your guides, all the stuff. Like just go check it out. So you just go to Karen Kenny, K-E-N-N-E-Y, dot com slash freebie go get that sucker you guys if you're not already on my um newsletter list that's going to sign you up for that and you're going to get that and get a couple of other little winky winky uh little surprises so that's it you guys i love you uh, i see you i feel you um it's going to be interesting to see by the time this airs where we are in the world and what kind of shit's going on and what kind of good stuff hopefully is also going on what kind of healing is happening what kind of healing is happening? All right. I see you. I celebrate you. I love you. Wherever you go, may you leave the people, the places, the animals, the environment better than how you found it. Wherever you go, may you be a blessing. Bye. Hey, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Karen Kenny Show. <laughs> I super duper appreciate your time, friendship, and support. And look, if something that I shared from my heart today somehow landed in yours, I'd love to hear about it. So please tag me on Facebook or Instagram or IG stories or wherever the cool kids are hanging out these days.
these days. And let me know what your favorite pot was or what you found most helpful. You can find me over at Karen Kenny Live. That's Karen, K-E-N-N-E-Y-L-I-V-E. And if you're digging what I'm saying and you want to hear more, I'd be wicked grateful if you could go to iTunes and subscribe and leave a review because you guys, that's how you'll help me to keep spreading the love. And if you can think of someone that could benefit from hearing this episode, please share it with them. I'd also love to stay connected with you. So if the feeling is mutual, please go to karenkenny.com backslash freebie and download my free guide to building your spiritual team. Until next time, my brothers and sisters, keep living in the fearless flow. Know that I see you, I appreciate you, and I love you. And wherever you go, may you be a blessing. <laughs>